Welcome to the Business Building Blocks podcast, where we talk about struggles and celebrations that leaders and entrepreneurs experience on their journey to success. I'm your host, Christina, and I'm passionate about helping you achieve massive amounts of success at work and at home. We'll talk about all things people and organizational wellness, share relatable stories, and feature insightful guests because quality people and processes are at the heart of every success story. Ready to learn, grow, and have fun? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Business Building Blocks podcast. I'm your host, Christina Schmidt. And today we're going to talk about your personal strategy. So what is that, you ask? So I'm going to get into that. But what I want to start with first is what really why it's so important to have a personal strategy and particularly particularly to have a personal strategy prior to setting your business or your work strategy. So to tell a bit of a story, as I always do, um, back when I had first started working, I was on a leadership development program within a large organization. Wonderful, wonderful program. But we were always being asked to set these huge goals of, okay, what job do you want in the future? What's your career aspirations and that sort of thing. And there was almost an expectation to write down these like highfalutin jobs within, within the organization. And, you know, so I would, I was in all honesty, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I kind of sort of liked what I was doing. I liked learning what I was learning. And so I was like, well, and so I would write down what I would think was the most logical path it wasn't really what I wanted. So yes, I was like, you know what, these would be good for building, you know, whatever career I want. But the reality is, is that they weren't aligned. So I wrote down something like a plant manager, internal type consultant, so like a VP of something or other, everyone else is writing CEO of the whole organization, you know, that sort of thing. And the when I took a step back, and I looked at it, though, I was like, but I want to have a family. I want to kind of have this kind of home life and neighborhood life. And so the reality is that these work goals that I was setting, they were there, but they didn't drive me. And the biggest issue is that they didn't align with what I wanted out of life. Just the way the organization worked, if you were a VP of anything, you were on a plane probably three weeks out of the month. And that doesn't work (laughs) for being there when your kids get home from school um, or having them in general or having a family. Um, And so my life and my work were not aligned. And so this just drives and it further it further aligns with why in the Cornerstone program, you need to understand yourself and what you need before you set your business strategy. And so this is another portion of that of setting your personal strategy and understanding where you personally want to go so that your business supports you and your business supports the life that you want, not somebody else's dream or your business is not running your life. So before we get into it, um, I want to talk to you about a mindset around this. So something that I need or you need to understand, I guess, is that No one can set your personal strategy except you and God. So I'm going to say that again because it's important. No one is going to set your personal strategy except you and God. So, yes, I look to God before setting mine. I say, you know what? 
what is your mission for me? And that aligns and informs my personal strategy and where I am going in this life. So I hear so many people, they're like, well, I need to see what this person is thinking so that I can figure out, you know, how that fits in and then I'll figure out my plans. But it's like, that's not going to happen or that's not the best way because now your strategy or your wants are dependent on that other person. And is that going to really get you what you want in your life or what you want out of your business? Okay, so couple of rules around strategy, okay? So the first rule is it doesn't have to be formal. So yes, a rule about it not really having a lot of rules. <laughs> okay, so very much like me. Um, it, it doesn't have to be formal, but it does have to be memorable. So are you going to want to write it down? Probably. Might help you remember it. But the whole thing is, is like, if it's not simple, and you can't remember it, then there's no way you're going to possibly live by it. So with whether it's talking about a personal strategy or a work business strategy, I can't stand the fluffy words that are in like vision and mission statements. Like in all honesty, if we could just throw those words out of our vocabulary, that would be make me happy. But it makes sense in terms of what they are. So as long as they mean something. So if you have a vision that you want to be the best leader in the world. That's a vision, okay? It doesn't have to have fluffy words. You don't have to say, I'm going to be the most falutant, best, uh, most inspiring and something leader in the world. Like all those little fluff words. I don't even know them because I don't like them so much. But we don't want to have this super complicated mission because we're strategy for ourselves. Otherwise, we're not going to remember it and it's not going to mean as much to us. So that was rule number one. Keep it simple. Uh, rule number two, it's a living document. Okay, so what does that mean? So and I'm going to say document, air quotes, because yeah, you're probably going to write it down, but it doesn't have to be a formal like affidavit or something like that, that you're writing someplace, but it's good to have it written somewhere. Maybe you got it on a whiteboard or maybe you keep it in like a journal or your Bible or just wherever you kind of keep goals or keep things. Um, for me, I actually merge a lot of my business goals and my life goals. So like when I did my 2024 strategy, I actually put them together I did like it was kind of an overall thing. And so within it, it has my work and my my personal things in there. But that's because of the business and how I run my business. So the second thing is of why it's got to be flexible and a living document is because as you grow, as you define and further define yourself, your overall strategy will change. Even business strategies, you update them at least annually. Um, some people wait until they run out and then they update it again, but you should be checking and balancing it at least annually, if not quarterly. Um, but you're checking on it. You're making sure this is still the important stuff that I want to be talking about. All right. So let's get into the nitty gritty of what, what we're talking about with personal strategy. So there are four basic parts to it. So the first part is defining your core values. So I got this, this from The Advantage, which is a Patrick Lencioni book, and it talks a lot about 
strategy and setting your strategy. So there's six simple questions basically in it. But he talks in there about core values and then differentiates them from three other types of values. And so I want to go through that with you. Um, I'll link the, the book in the show notes if you want to get a little more detail behind it. Um, but first of all, your core values, these are like a couple of things, right? Like they're like one to maybe three things that are like, this is what you're known for. This is how you act. If somebody were to say, let me think about Christina. Yes, that's how I would describe her. So these are these kind of values. Like no matter what, this is something that you're going to do. It They will become clear as I talk about the other three now. So these are the three. The first one is aspirational values. These are ones that I think people most often, well, maybe second most often, but they most often kind of confuse with core values because they want to do these things. They want to operate this way, but they don't. So when we start putting our aspirational values into our core values, there people will start to look at them or will start to look at them and be like, well, I'm not really operating that way, am I? And so if there's something you want to be doing, you can note that down and make that as like a goal to set that, hey, I want to start operating this way and I want to start being this way. So that's aspirational. But when you talk about is it core? Probably not. Core is going to be something a little bit more natural to you, a little bit more like you always do it because it is just so natural that you do. And so this is just how you operate. The second type of value are the accidental values. So now accidental ones can be dangerous. So to give you an example, like a workplace example, um, an accidental value might be that every meeting starts two to five minutes late. So not a great value. Certainly not a value you'd want to put on a poster and tell all of your clients about. But it basically, it's it's become a value because it's now accepted. And so it's something that people are just doing all the time. And so it's part of your culture. And so, you know, perhaps there's a value. Like when I was in university, the um, every one o'clock class actually started at 110. That was to give you transition time. So maybe that's a value that we allow people transition time between meetings. So every meeting starts at five after. Okay, well, if that's a thing, then maybe it's kind of core. Maybe it's just a, an expectation or a rule or a cultural rule, but maybe it's not a value. So, so we want to watch out for the accidental ones because they're the ones that, that happen because we allow them to happen. And so kind of being aware of those is good, but they're definitely not core. And the third one or the, or the fourth one is a pay-to-play value. And so pay-to-play are just almost the expected norms. So we can say we are honest in all of our operations. Okay. Well, for honest, you know, that's wonderful. We should all be honest. That's just kind of a the right thing to be doing. But is it really a core value? Is it when people think of you or when you're operating, is honesty the thing that is above all other things? Like you will be honest before you will be kind to somebody. You will be honest before you will, you know, protect uh, an employee, you'll be, you know, like you're going to be, you're going to be so honest that it will trump everything else. And that would make it a core value versus just a pay to play value. And so look at, look at how you, you really and truly behave. Like if honesty trumps everything, even like family relationships, 
all of that stuff that you're just going to be, I've got to have that, like, you know, I've got this boundary that I'm honest. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm, that's fine. Then that could be a core value of yours. And so our value system works as a filter for us. If we can say this, this aligns with my values. Yes, I can, I can move forward here. And so it's great when you're kind of looking at workplaces and you're saying, okay, I've got this value system here, but the value system of this workplace doesn't seem to align with it. You know, I like to have Sundays off so I can go to mass. I'm expected to work every single Sunday. Well, that's maybe not aligning, aligning with my value system. And so you've got you've to kind of look at those sorts of things. So it's great to understand your system first. The second part of it, so once you get your values down, you want to understand your priorities. And so understanding your priorities, I think I talked about this in another podcast with Eva, about understanding your priorities to help you schedule your day. But understanding your priorities will also help you understand your overall strategy. And so priorities can be things like like family, kids, work, uh, my home, volunteering, you know, a certain hobby or an activity. Like, so all of these things can kind of be priorities. But what I really want you to do is really get like your top five. So understand what are those top ones that really drive me? Because when you start getting down into 10, probably like the six through 10 are going to get a little bit jumbled. For myself, I think my three and four even kind of get a little jumbled sometimes. So really understand your key priorities in life because that will help you, again, filter through what needs to be happening with your work. Okay, if you understand your personal priorities, then your work will then align. And so with that, your work should probably never be number one. (laughs) I'm going to say probably, but not really mean probably. So your work should not be number one. And so... That's why you need to know your personal priorities, which work is not number one in, in order to then figure out your business strategy. And so the next part of it is, this is the one that most people think is like your personal strategy, but these are like your bucket list items. These are the big things that you want to achieve in life. Okay. So you want to have a family that you know, goes on vacations together or you want to, you know, be a speaker or you want to write five books or you want to um, go on a vacation every summer or you want to climb Mount Everest, you know, so like these are your bucket list items. So, you know, brainstorm, go big, go home, that kind of thing. Just write anything and everything down that you might want to have written there. But at some point you'll want to kind of cross check those through your value system and through your priorities. Okay. And so when you start doing that, that's what brings us into the the fourth item. What are the things I'm working on right now? Okay. So maybe something doesn't fit, like climbing Mount Everest might not fit in your priorities right now, but it's still something you want to do. So you still keep it on there, but it's not like on there, like you're not working on it actively. Maybe you're staying healthy so that in 10 years when you can do it, you can work on that. Okay. So it's good to have them there, but you're not actively working on them. Okay. And so those are the four points. So your core values, your priorities, your bucket list items, and then what am I working on right now? So once you have those four, then you can kind of say, okay, now how does my work support these things? And so for me, when I look at my things, my work, has to be flexible because I have to be supporting my kids. 
And my work has to give me that ability to be done when they're done and maybe not have tons of evening things or early morning things just because that's where I need to be right now. They're little, little guys, right? So, um, so understanding how my life is and what things are important to me right now is helping me set my business goals. And so I took all of that into account when I set my 2024 goals this year. And I said, you know what? I've got some things happening this year that are going to take more of my work time away. And so I need to lessen my goals a little bit here and maybe soften this one because I've got to do a little balance in between. So um, some things that might help you to do this. And I am very fuzzy if you're watching the YouTube video, so I apologize. Um, but some things that may help you do that. Um, the first one is the more you know about yourself and understanding your motivations and what drives you, that will help you in developing these things. So both in developing your um, your value or understanding what your values are, but also developing and you know, making sure your priorities are lined up. Um, and the second thing that will help, that will probably help you, I guess, further align these things as well is maybe it's an exercise more, but understanding or taking, putting yourself into sitting in the, in the seats of your own funeral. Okay. So you're sitting in your own funeral and somebody is giving your eulogy. What are the things that you want them to say? And so this will help you define your, your values, the things you want to accomplish, your priorities. And so it's a great exercise to do if you're trying to work on developing your personal strategy. And so, you know, maybe update that and look at that every year or two as well, because again, things change. So I'm going to share with you my personal strategy, just to give you an example as to what that might look like for somebody. So my core values, so I've got two of them defined. Um, I'm kind of refining them still, but my two are bringing the joy of God to every situation. And so what that looks like for me is that when even if I'm working super hard at something or I'm, you know, in, in the trenches, I, I still want to have a laugh. I still want to bring some levity to the situation, have some fun, have a smile, even if you're in the middle of a fight or maybe the worst kind of season of your life ever, you need to have some joy within there and God can bring you joy. I like to bring joy to the situations when people are struggling. And so that for me is a, it's, it's a value. It's something I just do naturally, but it is definitely, maybe I don't see that it's, it's unique or different, but I think some people struggle with it. And so I want to be that light for them if I can be. And the second one kind of aligns with it a bit, but it's, I'm going to help when I can. So I always want to be that first one in there saying, I'll help you. I'll help you. Yep. And sometimes I have to hold myself back a little bit because I overextend myself. Um, but I want to be the one to help. So those are some values. There are filters I can look through. Like, is this life situation, is this long-term taking me away from being able to provide joy and help to others? Or is it, you know, maybe this is a hard point that is leading me to eventually provide more joy or to be able to help more people. And so I can assess things through that. 
my priorities. So <clears throat> I mentioned before that my priorities get a little bit um, skewed, but my top two, my first one is my overall wellness. And so I talk about wellness as mind, body, and spirit. And so my mind, you know, am I taking some time to rest? Am I, you know, going to therapy because it's good for me? Am I just sorting out things in my head so that I can show up the best? Okay. That's my mind, my body. Am I moving my body today? Am I staying fit? Am I feeding it healthy fuel? So those are some things. So I prioritize that sort of stuff to happen um, each week or each day. Um, and then the third one is spirit. So am I taking that time to pray? Am I taking the time to renew myself? Um, so I have to prioritize those things first, because if I don't show up well, then I can't lead well, whether it be leading my family or leading in a business sense or coaching a client. And so those are that has to be my top priority because it's like the oxygen mask thing. If I don't put my oxygen mask on, I'm not going to be there for everyone else. So that's my top. My second one is my kids. They are my most important job in the world and I have to be there for them. And so that's <laughs> that's the way it is. And um, my third one then is my career. And so I've got to make money to support those kids. And um, so that and plus I get joy for my career. So <laughs> that helps a lot. Um, my fourth one is my extended family. They're very important to me. And then my fifth one starts to kind of get a little mushy. Okay. So sometimes my extended family will trump my career, but that's just depends on the situation. And so three and four get muddled a little bit as well, but overall I understand these are the priorities and how they have to go. Um, it helps me sort out my day. It helps me sort out my year and my life priorities and that sort of thing. So some of the things I'm working on right now, so I'm working on decluttering of my home. So that's a home priority, I'm working on growing and developing my business, which is a work priority. And I'm working on some things with my kids. So some bedtime routines and some boundaries setting for them. So just working through some of those things and keeping those top priorities, you know, in, you know, they're easy to remember. I didn't have to like write them down. I did write them down so I wouldn't forget, but I don't have to like look back to know what they are. So these are the things that I know I'm working on and I can kind of plan my day because I know those things in my head and I can take work projects or not take work projects based on that. Or I can say, yep, I'm going to do this sort of thing to market my business because it makes sense for the rest of my life. Okay. So I hope this has been helpful to get your mindset right, to set your priorities. And yes, if you're listening to this kind of real time, it is the end of January. <laughs> yes. Many of us are still trying to hone in those goals and those strategy plans. I've been working on mine. You know, obviously I was able to kind of rattle them off for you. So I've been working on mine, but you know, I'm still honing it in a bit more, but um, so if you're still working on yours and you're still looking at, okay, what makes sense? And you're kind of stuck and take a step back, look at your personal strategy, make sure your work one is aligning because nothing is worse than coming to the end of the year and saying, I did a lot of time at work and I spent a lot of time working on these goals, but they're not taking me to where I want to be. So really make sure you understand where you want to be in your life before you figure out where your business needs to be. 
So if you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend and don't forget to subscribe to it. It's on all your podcast places. I also have it uh, posted up on YouTube. If you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel and get some of the visuals. Um, And if you want more information about how to work with me or more information about personal strategy and the working genius and how to kind of get a better understanding of yourself and what how that will help you lead better, then go to my website at christinaschmidt.ca. And that's with the Christina with a K and Schmidt with two T's, no D. <laughs> so go check that out. I've got a course that's coming up where we'll talk a lot about your personal strategy and understand how you fit into your leadership. So go check that out. It starts in May. So keep watch. I'll get, give you more information as that goes. And I will see you next time. I hope you have a great day.